Can Javante Williams return to form this upcoming season for the Denver Broncos? We dive deep into the running back position for our training camp preview. You're going to get that and much more on today's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are locked on Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome into a brand new episode, Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much to everybody in Broncos country for tuning in, making us your first listen of the day. Every single day, you can get this podcast free and available everywhere you get your podcast. You can watch us on YouTube. As we approach 10K, hey, make sure if you're not yet subscribed or you're not following the show, hit that button down below so you never miss out on a day's worth of Broncos news, content coverage, and more. Every single day, all year long, we have you covered. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, Broncos reporter from Mile High Sports. Joined alongside, as always, by my co-host, Sarah Bettinger, site expert, predominantly orange.com. Sarah, the running back position. I know as we were doing our training camp previews, Previously, we've always kind of been looking ahead, like what might the running back room look like? Will it change while we're waiting to do any of these position previews going into camp on July 28th, 10 o'clock a.m. Mountain time kickoff for all the fans that will be in attendance. And you know what? No real movement at that position, which signifies the Broncos, the proceeding forward here. And I think a big question is, can Javante Williams return to form this upcoming season coming off of a devastating knee injury? The whole room right now in general. I think some people are concerned, but to be honest with you, Sarah, I think the room is actually in a decent place right now with the names that are there. Yeah, it does feel like things have progressed much more quickly, I guess, is the way much faster for Javante Williams than anybody really would have thought, like and us included. I mean, we kind of talked all offseason about this running back position maybe needing to be addressed in the NFL draft, even after signing some AJP Ryan and and that was due to the fact that I mean Javante what was his injury last year week three or four or something like that so it, was it wasn't like yeah. week four so it, I mean it wasn't like it happened right at the end of the season but it was severe enough at least from what was reported right to to for us to think like well he's probably going to need at least the full year to recover and then of course we know having gone through how many different knee injuries for players in recent years, how many times have we seen guys come back from those injuries and been like, well, he's not quite himself, even though he's back out there on the field, it's going to take him some time, you know? So that's kind of where we've been coming from with Javante Williams. It hasn't even been a pessimism of like, is he going to play again? You know, some people have been asking that question, but we're not really asking that question. Is he going to play again? We're asking the question, like, at what point are we going to see the, uh, you know, Javante Williams, who's dragging the entire Baltimore Ravens defense down the field type of guy, because that's who he is, right? He's not that he drags guys like that every play, but he kind of does. I mean, that's that's his game. He's powerful, strong, he's big. So I like that the Broncos did bring in Samaje Piran. I was watching the uh, Netflix quarterback show, Cody, and I saw a touchdown that Samaje scored in a win against the Kansas City Chiefs. Just reminded me of exactly why he was brought to this team, right? And then, of course, you have kind of the more unheralded section of this running back group that Javante and Samaji, they're at the top. Then you've got guys like, you know, Tyler Beatty, uh, Tony Jones Jr., Jaleel McLaughlin. Like you mentioned, that that group right there kind of caused us to wonder, are the Broncos going to bring in anyone else? But up to this point, they've not done so. 
And I don't think that they plan on doing that unless there's some sort of setback in any way, shape, or form. And for Javante, he had this pro camp just, you know, about a week, week and a half ago. And one of the things he said is he says he's ready to go, you know. And, of course, every player, they're going to be like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I want to I do more. But it's going to be up to the Broncos at the start of training camp what that looks like, what Javante's workload looks like. Is he going to remain in a limited capacity? July 31st is the first day where there's going to be full pads. What does that look like for him and his transition? Is he going to play any snaps in the preseason? I mean, these are all valid questions we can throw out there, but I, I think the additions to the room, Samaje Pirine, he's a guy who can do a little bit of everything for you, which, sir, you need, ironically enough, the running back conversation that we're having now, I think comes at a great time where we're seeing really good running backs around the NFL who may not play this season because they were franchise tagged, and hey, for the Broncos, if they don't have to face Josh Jacobs this year, I think they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, we're cool with that. You know, sit out and we'll see what happens the next year. Obviously, for him, they did not reach – the Raiders did not reach a deal to be able to get him an extension so he'll play this season. But you got Saquon Barkley. You've got Tony Pollard. You've got guys like Josh Jacobs who we're now seeing, and even Austin Eckler is in this conversation as well. The running back position is one of the most disrespected positions in football from a compensation standpoint – when you look at everything that these guys have to do, they have to hold up and pass protection at times. They have to catch passes out of the backfield. They got to run in between tackles against some of the biggest defenders in the National Football League, some of the hardest hitters, and they reward offenses with their production, but yet they are not compensated fairly enough. I think there's going to be a changing of the guard here in the next one to two years. This is a major thing, and if you have these three major running backs who are not who are potentially not going to play this year because of that, because they were franchise tagged, we might see the running back position finally get some respect or some parameters that at least protect them. And, you know, I think that you make the investment in a guy like Samaj P. Ryan and, and look for what he's been able to do behind Joe Mixon in Cincinnati for all the course of his career has been impressive. Like he hasn't been the feature guy, but when he's featured, when he's used, he's producing over four yards per carry, a guy who's elusive out of the backfield, great in the screen game, which, hey, I think you and I will all agree the Broncos could benefit from the screen game a little bit more to running backs this upcoming season. And then, hey, Tyler Beatty, as we talked about last year, you know, fellow Mizzou grad like myself, he was able to produce his first NFL touch was a touchdown. You want to capture that little lightning in a bottle moment there for it. But it's like, all right, hey, there is going to be extensive competition here at running back. And then you feature in Tony Jones Jr., former familiarity with Sean Payton. It's all these things. It's like, how does his previous knowledge of being in a Peyton's team, you know, in New Orleans before. How does that maybe impact what he wants to do? Like he's going to have to have a role on special teams, but that's where things get a little bit exciting. And then ultimately, I think the wild card, which I can't wait, we'll talk about in the position competition view, is Jaleel McLaughlin, the undrafted rookie free agent. Really a flash in the pan. One of, one of the most explosive players the Broncos have right now. So hey, I look at this running back position right now, Sarah. Everybody's worried about it. I'm not worried about it yet. I think that if Javante's ready to go and Samaje is who Samaje is, I think Denver's going to be in a really good spot regardless. Yeah, a lot of people out there like to say that you can find running backs just about anywhere, right? You can find them in the late rounds of the draft. So you don't need to spend big free agent money. Well, I mean, uh, we're going to kind of put that to the test this year, aren't we? Because the Broncos' depth is a lot of guys that nobody's heard of or you know if you've heard of them it's it's because you listen to shows like this one or you read you know daily Broncos you you're a, you're taking in that kind of content and coverage every single day hearing about players like Jaleel McLaughlin like you said who we'll talk about but it's really going to put to test this theory that you can find running backs 
anywhere. And and to be fair, guys like Tyler Beatty, like he was drafted, and Tony Jones Jr., he does have experience in Sean Payton's offense. So there are advantages for these guys. It's not like they're nobodies. And, and so I think it's going to be fascinating to see one of those position groups where you, you almost just can't wait to get to the preseason to get to see these guys work, especially if the Broncos aren't going to supplement that depth with a veteran. And, and there's guys out there, right? Like everybody is all eyes and ears for where Dalvin Cook is going to end up. Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, you know, Kareem Hunt. Those guys are oddly still available here as we approach the the end of July, which is crazy to me. I mean, Cody, I get that the running back position is being devalued a little bit, but you could almost argue a little bit of collusion here. These are some star players. You talked about the guys who are franchise tagged are not getting extensions. And then you look at the free agents. It's pretty crazy league wide, but we'll see where the Broncos ultimately land here at the end of July when the when the roster is you know put together for the first day of camp. But I agree with you. I think they feel comfortable with where they're at. And as we approach training camp, there are some position battles at running back specifically that you need to be paying attention to if you're going to be attending practice or watching during the preseason. We'll tell you all about on today's episode, Locked On Broncos. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On fantasy football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or you're scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are a guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Pick of the Week. We're going to take a look at Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb. Running backs, Well, uh, the theme fits perfectly for today's show. Looking to make a smooth turn in fantasy football snake drafts with the last pick in the first round and the first pick in the second round? Well, you'll be guaranteed to have a winning one-two punch of a workhorse power in your backfield when taking the Colts' Jonathan Taylor and the Browns' Nick Chubb back-to-back. While Taylor is a perfect rebound candidate in a more run-friendly overall offense in Indianapolis, Chubb is also set up to dominate with more of the combined workload in Cleveland. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors, they have it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only exclusions apply well there may be three roster sleepers fighting for one spot in the denver broncos running back rotation this coming season and cody we're as gary kubiak always used to say we're fixing to find out exactly what's about to happen at this position and i think this is one of the most intriguing as we approach denver broncos training camp and of course you know we got sleepers to talk about we've got the position battle to talk about but before we do that Cody and I, we, we want to give a shout out to all of you 
everydayers, everyday listeners of Locked On Broncos. Thank you so much for making us part of your day. However you incorporate the show into your day-to-day, we love it and we appreciate you for it wherever you listen to podcasts, free and available everywhere. And of course, also, if you listen on and watch on YouTube, we appreciate you engaging with us. These aren't just, you know, we don't have faces for radio, Cody. We got the, you know, we're on YouTube, man. I love it. We're approaching 10,000 subscribers. So I'm so grateful and Cody's so grateful. We're grateful to every single one of you that makes us part of your day. You comment, you know, you subscribe, you like, you share the podcast, engage with us on Twitter. It means the world to us. So Thank you for doing that, and thank you for participating in the discussion about the running backs, right? We're, we're talking about a position that was decimated last year by injuries. That's why we got to see Tyler Beatty play a little bit. Of course, the, the whole Melvin Gordon fiasco happened last year, so it's a different, uh, different vibe this year. You still got 33 and 25, I think, atop the depth chart. But it's it's no longer Melvin out there. It's now Samaj P. Ryan rocking the number 25 for the Broncos. And Cody, what's your impression? I think those two guys are roster locks. But what's your impression about the remainder of this position group? Do you feel like anybody is, you know, got an edge going into camp? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that Samaj and Javante are easily roster locks. But I mean, yeah, I think another question here is, as we always get into with every position, is how many do they plan to keep on the roster? Which I think ideally three, and then you have one or two guys on the practice squad. That's kind of been the formula for this position specifically. And so for me, like if there's anybody who has an advantage heading into training camp, Sarah, I want Broncos fans to really, really pay attention to Jaleel McLaughlin, the undrafted rookie running back out of Youngstown State. Obviously the NCAA's leading rusher all time. I mean, that is impressive for him to be able to put that up, but you can see why he is a blur. Like, I mean, Sarah, we're talking about a guy who has next level speed at the running back position that nobody else on the roster currently has, right? You look at Javante, he's big, he's bruising, he can run through guys, and he's got some pretty deceptive speed for his size. Samaje Pirine, pretty elusive, but I don't think there's anybody who has the speed and I think the cut ability that Jaleel McLaughlin has. Now, granted, everything that we saw during OTAs, during mandatory minicamp, there was no pads. So that obviously makes a big difference, right? So how do you look when the pads come on. And the biggest thing that we always talk about in the preseason and training camp for young running backs trying to make the roster that are competing for a spot, it's make sure you go north-south. Don't stretch it too wide to the sideline. You got to get upfield. Positive yards are your friend. That's how coaches evaluate you. Can you protect and pass protection? I mean, he's a smaller guy. So for me, that's what I want to see. How is he going to do in pass protection? Because if he can't do pass protection, it kind of makes him a little limited in the sense that, okay, well, hey, when we know when he's on the field, he's either running it because he's super fast or he's going to, it's a pass. But you need to be able to maintain and have a guy who can chip a little bit. And I think that's going to be a key to watch. But I mean, his speed is exciting to watch. I, I want to see how it looks in the preseason. Could he be a factor in the return game on special teams for the Broncos? It's certainly a possibility. Jaleel McLaughlin is my wild card right now that I think Broncos fans absolutely need to pay attention to because really there is competition there, but it's it's a, a, it's a three-way competition for one spot. It's Jaleel McLaughlin, it's Tyler Beatty versus Tony Jones Jr. These guys are all competing, and I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see who separates themselves from the pack a little bit here for the Broncos in training camp and the preseason. Well, Jaleel McLaughlin, he's going to be wearing the number 38. And I remember when I was growing up, Cody, number 38, there was a big time sleeper who came out once upon a time named Mike Anderson. And uh, he blew people away 
very early on in his NFL career, kind of out of nowhere. So maybe Jaleel McLaughlin can do the same, uh, you know, not the same type of back, obviously, but you know, you never know. So I'm looking forward to seeing him play. Uh, really. I mean, you hear all this stuff about him. Like you said, he's a blur out there. He's got speed. He's the NCAA's all time leading rusher ever, which is crazy. And I think that that's a fact that's that, that kind of goes like, it just kind of sits there amongst his list of accomplishments. And you're like, Oh yeah, NCAA all-time leading rusher. But like, take a second to think about that. That's just bizarre. Who and uh, wasn't drafted. <laughs> Who wasn't drafted? So yeah, I'm excited to see him as much as anybody. And I think as well, you know, uh, Tyler Beatty. Obviously, you mentioned it last year. He scored on his first touch that that swing pass from Russell Wilson. That that he went down that left sideline, just like remember Philip Lindsay, his first NFL touch or the first NFL reception that he had against Seattle back in 2018. It was very reminiscent of that exact play. I just feel like he has something to offer. A sixth round pick last year of the Baltimore Ravens. A lot of Ravens fans, Cody and I will say this, anytime the Broncos pick up a player who was previously on another team, go on Twitter and see what that fan base is saying about the roster move. Not that every single time they're going to be right, but a lot of Ravens fans were very upset when Tyler Beatty did not make the team initially. And then they were upset again when the Broncos plucked him off the Ravens practice squad. So certainly a little intrigue there from him, an athletic guy, very speedy as well. Somebody who can contribute on all three downs. So those are that kind of leads me to my next thing, Cody, which is that I think Tony Jones Jr., it's kind of getting the shaft in terms of the you know expectations going into training camp. Nobody really is thinking too much about his spot on the roster. He's one of those guys, like you mentioned, I think when the paths go on, he may be the one to really excel because he's a big physical runner. Well, and he also has former experience inside of Sean Payton's offense. And I think really that gives him an advantage from a perception standpoint going into camp is how do, how do things balance out from that standpoint, right? Because you know the terminology, you know what Peyton likes. Can you carry that over? But it's like now you have different competition, different faces. You don't have the Alvin Kamara's in that room anymore. So there is a little bit more, I think, of a perceivable wide open opportunity for him here. But it's going to be behind Samaje. It's going to be behind a guy like Javante. I mean, Tony Jones Jr. is not necessarily as an explosive of a running back, I think, as Denver has with other guys there. So what's the opportunity cost? Like, what are you giving up and what are you gaining if you do go with the guys, that, you know, with him as your running back three in that situation? I mean, Denver went through a lot of running backs during minicamp and, and OTAs trying to find the right fit. But now they've landed on these guys as really the final group. And Sarah, you know it as well as I do. Hey, health is so important. Can they maintain being healthy throughout training camp? Throughout the preseason, if you suffer an injury, what do the Broncos do? Like that's to me, I think is a question I want to have answered here is if Denver suffers an injury at any point of the preseason or training camp, what does George Payton do? Does he go out there on the free agency market and maybe get a guy to me? You have to monitor this. If you're a Broncos fan watching training camp in person or the first two preseason games, which will be on the road at Arizona on a Friday night. And then you're going to take on the San Francisco 49ers the next week before closing out the preseason at home against the Los Angeles Rams. We'll have you covered here every single day, every step of the way, but we're going to get into our roster projections here as we take a look at the running back position. Who do we think will be on the active roster this upcoming season? You'll get that on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos, 
Real quick, if you're an NFL fan, you listen to Lockdown Broncos every single day for your first listen. Make sure for your second listen of the day, you go check out the Lockdown NFL podcast hosted by local experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL as training camp approaches. The Jets are going to be on hard knocks. What dynamic might that present? The running back situation with franchise tag, the devaluation of the position. What's going on with that? Check out this week's Locked On NFL for all the insight and analysis that you can get on the Locked On NFL podcast. Free and available everywhere you get your podcasts or available on YouTube. As we dive into our running back projection for this upcoming season, we just want to say thank you so much to everybody in Broncos country. Thanks for taking time out of your day to tune in, to listen to us, to watch us talk all things Denver Broncos. If you want short, sweet, to the point, in-depth, objective coverage of the Denver Broncos, this is the place to be every single day, all year long. Thank you so much for rocking with us. We appreciate you so much, everybody in Broncos country. And a special shout-out to all the everydayers who make it a point. Shout-out to everydayers like Dennis, like Bill, Appreciate you so much for tuning in and rocking with us here. But, Sarah, let's open things up, too. And, and obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, you're listening wherever you get your podcasts, we want to hear from you as well in this conversation. Share us your thoughts on position competition. Share us your thoughts on who you think the running back room projection is going to be this upcoming season. How many players are they going to carry? You can comment on the show. You can interact with us on social media. We want to hear from you. I'm going to open it up to you, though, Sarah. I mean, looking at this position as it stands right now, we've talked about the players. We've talked about some of the player-specific storylines. If you are making the decision, let's say you're George Payton, you're Sean Payton, you're collaborating right here. What does your running back depth chart look like going into the regular season? How many guys you got on it and who makes up that list? Well, I think when we factor in, we talked about this in the tight end episode, but Michael Burton obviously is a factor in all this as the fullback. And I think that the fullback will be part of this roster. So Michael Burton takes up one of what I would normally say four running back spots is kind of where I feel is the sweet spot. But Michael Burton being one of your backs, I guess he takes up one of the spots as a fullback. So that leaves three for the running back position. And obviously, we've got Javante Williams. We've got Samaj P. Ryan occupying two of those spots. So like I said earlier, it's these other three guys for one spot. And right now, I just I, I have no idea which direction to go. It's almost kind of like flavor of the day. But I would I'll go with Tyler Beatty for the time being, just because of what we saw last year, that play that he made, obviously the pre-draft kind of expectations for him coming out of Missouri, somebody who's got speed, somebody who's got a little bit better maybe size than you would think for how fast he is. He's got pass catching ability. He's got vision in the open field. He did really, really well last year at, uh, I believe he was at the senior bowl kind of dominating a little bit there and running the route. So he's got some ability. He's got some skill. He, he's really good in the sec, of course, at playing at Missouri. So I like Tyler Beatty. I'm not super sold though. As, as we get closer to camp, Cody, I could be swayed that the Broncos should go sign somebody else. I definitely am not 100% sold on this group. I want to see them play. I'm not willing, I'm not going to write them all off. So I'd love to see Tyler Beatty, Jaleel McLaughlin, even Tony Jones Jr., any one of those guys make the roster if they go out and prove it in training camp and preseason. But I could be swayed that the Broncos should go pick up another veteran back, especially as some insurance for Javante Williams. But... Again, I'm open to all circumstances and scenarios here at this position. I think it's one of those that I, we just kind of got to trust Sean Payton. 
I, I could see that happening too. And and I'll throw out a question here to ponder. Like, for example, if they were to go out and get a veteran, I mean, Sarah, would that veteran be okay? Like would Ezekiel Elliott or let's say a Dalvin Cook of all people, would they be okay with taking kind of a backseat role, like being a third option, which is so weird when you mention those names, thinking them as a third option here. It's so wild at how far like the running back position and these guys who were at, you know at one point considered stars. I think Dalvin still has some run to him. Ezekiel Elliott though is a player that you know is kind of his stock rose when he came in and then it's kind of plummeted a little bit down in the NFL. Are these guys okay with taking on a third role? That's an interesting question to throw out there. I'm sure it's a hard selling point. I think for the Broncos right now, if that is, is the situation, but for me, I'm going to go with Javante being a lock. We'll mention Michael Burton as the honorary back because he's full of it at that point. And then you have Samaj P. Ryan. I'm going to also add in, I'm going to go with the undrafted rookie fridge. I'm going to go with Jaleel McLaughlin. I'm going to, it might be a little bit of a hot take here, but I think that if he has a preseason where he just explodes and becomes the, the preseason star at that position, I think that he'll run away with it. You know, pun intended because of how fast he is. He is explosive. And that's something I think Sean Payton values. And maybe Sean Payton can use him in a way that he used a guy that used to be a Broncos thorn, a, side, a, a thorn on the side of the Broncos. Jeez Louise, there we go. It's morning here as we're recording the show. Uh, like Darren Sproles, a Darren Sproles-like player. Jaleel McLaughlin has the bill to be able to do that. The explosiveness, I think it makes the Broncos a little bit more dangerous. But then again, you're also banking on it. It's a little bit of a risk, right? Because you're taking a chance on having a guy who's very inexperienced at the NFL level on your active roster. But you know what the saying is? Your best players are going to make the roster. And we'll see if he can emerge into becoming one of the Broncos' best players this upcoming preseason and throughout training camp. And I think one good benefit of the new rule change, Denver doesn't have to make any roster cuts until after the third and final preseason game. They can stay at 90 until after that third game, which I think, think about how maybe it gives you a little bit of an advantage to see a little bit more from guys, right? Because I think under the old rules, you needed to go from, what was it, 93 to 85, and then from 85 to 80 after your second game. You look at just how challenging it is. Okay, well, you have to make some cuts here, but it's like, how do you get to evaluate these other guys in depth, in full? Because that's tough because another team, we're like, all right, oh, hey, that guy got released. Let's snag him. I don't think we're going to see that at running back this year for the Broncos. I think we're going to see a full stable of horses throughout the preseason because I think they're going to need it. I don't expect Javante to play much, but we'll see how things shake out here for the Broncos as training camp approaches on July 28th at the Centura Health Training Center. 10 a.m. practices for those of you who are attending publicly. Let me know on social media. Reach out to me. I would love to come say hi to you while you're getting in the line, getting ready to go in before practice starts. Would love to meet some fans that listen to the show every single day. And aside from that, we always want to hear from you. Thanks for interacting with us in the YouTube comments on social media at Curry Work NFL, at Sarah Bettinger, at Lockdown Broncos. But Broncos country, that'll wrap up today's episode of the show. For all you everydayers out there, tomorrow's training camp preview. We now turn our sights onto the safety position. Who starts next to Justin Simmons? What does the roster look like in terms of an embarrassment of riches at safety? We dive deep into that and much more on tomorrow's brand new episode, Lockdown Broncos. Thanks for rocking with us.